with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. No, not sexy, but real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. And we're rolling. What's up, dude? Oh, man. Hey, take two, huh? Yeah. (laughs) We we recorded an episode last week, and it was such a bummer. That we didn't even release yeah. it. I don't think we've ever done that before, but you know, you gotta you gotta have quality control at some point. Even even we have some quality mm-hmm. control. So you know if if it yeah, was bad, I, it was bad. <laughs> and I, I never could put my finger on it. I listened back to it halfway through and I just texted you and I was like, eh, this is this one kinda sucks. But you know, I think that's uh part of being an entertainer is knowing your own Strengths and weaknesses and being able to identify your flaws. And uh, I didn't want to put out subpar content, Kyle, because this is the boogie monster. No, and our no, standards people have come are pretty to expect high. a level of quality from us. Mm-hmm. And that level yeah. is very low. So if we can't reach that, <laughs> then boy. Yeah, we were both, just, yep. in the, we were both but, just in lousy. I was in a special lousy mood. You weren't in a great mood. And it wasn't even like we were complaining and it was entertaining we're just uh annoyed because we're human beings mm-hmm. with uh, actual feelings mm-hmm. and uh I, I for one was bummed out about uh everything you know yeah because that's easy to do these days oh yeah so yeah there's a lot to be bummed out about but uh Smiley faces today. I'm I'm in a better mood today. Me too man. I feel pretty good. This guy got three different drinks here. I just tried to uh, make Rachel chug from the space bag out of the box of wine. It didn't work. She coughed. It went all over my face. <laughs> I was like, you know, there's only a little. Anytime, if you're drinking box wine, do please tell me you're not just getting the last bit out with a little nozzle and then throwing it away. There's a whole other glass in there. There's a whole other glass. Would in you that believe? Bag. I've never had box wine. I don't know if that what that says about me. Uh, well, I mean, you don't strike me as a guy. That, I'm not surprised. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Do you? I don't think you drink <laughs> a lot of wine, do you? No, no. I, I drink wine every now and then. Like, uh, I don't, well, I cook with it some. So whenever I'm making uh, marinara sauce or uh, there's a couple other things I use uh, red wine for, I will always uh, finish the bottle. Whatever I didn't cook with, I'll, I'll chug. But uh, so short of that, after a splash of red wine, wine, you're just housing a whole bottle of Merlot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't drink yeah, I don't wine go except bad. for when I chug it a bottle at a time because I wanted some spaghetti. <laughs> Other than that, though, I don't, I'm not really discerning. Not a sommelier. No. Mm-mm. Oh, man. But I, uh,. Dave Stone sommelier. Well, I, since you're wearing a dark shirt, I'd recommend a red. <laughs> I'm getting notes of grape. <laughs> yeah, this one's got grapes I'm in it. Getting notes of pastrami. Never man, it's just what I had for lunch. It's just coming back around on me. <laughs> oh man, what are you doing? You you still in L.A.? We're here. We're packing. I'm moving and shaking on the old OfferUp app, trying to sell stuff. 
You ever, you, oh, yeah? you ever mess around with that app? No, I probably need to because uh, Katie's been uh, redecorating and reorganizing, and we got a bunch of furniture that she just put out on the curb and just, just to see if anybody would take it for free. And uh, there's still a couple of pieces that nobody bid on. So uh, I don't know. They got a bid on stuff just throw our on furniture. the curb? <laughs> what are you, auctioneering <laughs> no, from the no stoop? Bit. What are you doing? We got zero over here. We got zero over here. I'm over here. We got nothing. We got nothing over here. We got nothing. I'll see you nothing. I'll raise you nothing on top of that. <laughs> it's garbage, everybody. <laughs> this is literal trash. Uh, I've been doing offer up because I had some like <clears throat> guitars and bike parts and stuff. And mm-hmm. I I love being an asshole on that thing. I don't know what that says about me. I, okay, hmm. first off, I don't think I'm being an asshole. I'm, I'm selling a guitar. The price is listed as f- a firm price. Firm. You know, uh-huh. That's how much I'm selling it for. So that's it. And then people, you know, you got it. Yeah, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So people are like, oh, hey, would you take this much for it? I'm like, no, because that's why it says firm. But if they're like mm-hmm. asking in a full sentence, all right, sure. I get one dude who's just like 400 bucks on Thursday. No hello. knows it's still for sale. Just 400 bucks on mm-hmm. Thursday. And I was like, or 450 whichever day you want, because that's the price I'm asking for it. You guys like four twenty <laughs> on Thursday. I'm like, all right, now it's five hundred bucks. How you want to play this game, man? <laughs> oh man, I I I let a bunch of bike stuff go for cheap, and it's like, hey, people are gonna ride bikes. That's cool. And then the nice dude that bought the guitar today it was a nice enough punk rock dude. Punk rock dude had a crass face mask on. I thought it was cool. But um, yeah, but uh, yeah, anybody being rude or anything, I'm like, well. You're the one coming to me. You want it. All right. I'll see you later. But yeah, so moving moving units, baby. I got to get on that app. I uh, About two years ago, I sold some stuff on Craigslist, and uh, I was selling a blender. I had one of these real high-powered blenders oh, yeah. that uh, that documentary gave me that, that oh, never yeah, like saw the light of day. Something? Yeah. What was it called? Uh, what was the name of that blender? Um, not a Vitamix. Oh, oh, wasn't shit, it the I name of the remember. company it, that was doing the documentary, too? Yeah, they were kind of sponsoring it. Oh, okay. um, so I got a couple of these really high-powered blenders, and I put them on uh, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about offer up, but on Craigslist, it says where the sale is originating from. At the time, I was living in Glendale. Yeah. So it says, you know, Glendale, California, and then it's got the picture of the blender, blah, blah. I had a lady call me and ask if I would deliver it to her to San Diego, two and a half hours away. <laughs> for uh, I think I was asking like 70 bucks for this blender and she was dead serious she was just like do you deliver and i was like maybe I was like where do you live san diego i was like you're clear it says glendale that's where i'm at <laughs> did, and, mean, uh, did they mean ship so that, it that was, maybe they meant ship it no she meant deliver like she wanted me to drive down <laughs> like drive it to her and say sure lady yeah i'll drive two and a half hours to to net 70 bucks i think craigslist you get way more crazies on there <clears throat> Shit, yeah, man! Evidently. Even even that stuff you're trying to get rid of, if you put it up on Craigslist free, somebody will take it, no matter what it, is, or they'll claim they will. You will find out who's mm-hmm. a hoarder. You could offer, <laughs> you could have, a, you could have a, a Toyota Corolla and be like ten bucks. People are like, ah, how about seven? But you could have just one sock. It's free. I'll pick it up in ten minutes. <laughs> 
So, oh man! But yeah, I've been uh, I've been moving some units on this thing. I uh, oh, I had a couple boogie monster related items to discuss, Dave. Oh yeah, one. What do you got? Well, one. My landlord told me a pretty creepy story the other day about how he had uh, he very unfortunately just lost his son a couple months mm. ago. I think it was uh, diabetes. And uh, he was t- I was talking to the other day. He's like, he's like, I don't know what you feel about these over here. Wasn't just having a regular seance with my landlord or anything. <clears throat> but uh, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know what you think about the afterlife or anything. But he said that his nephew was working at a store. He's talking about how he had bad luck. He lost he lost his office and his son lost his house in the fires a couple years ago out in the Jeez. north of L.A. And his wife fell and like hit her head and was. Or broke her spine or cracked her skull or something bad. I was in the hospital for a while. He had, he's had a bad go. And then his son passed away. And he said that some lady came in to, his nephew has a store in a mall out, like, in the north of L.A. area. So this woman came in. She's like, I, I know this sounds strange. I'm compelled to be in here. She's like, does this name mean anything to you? And said the name of my landlord's son. Really? Yeah. So the guys, it would have been his cousin. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, it does. He's like, okay. And then his other name, does this name mean anything to you? And it was my landlord's son's dog's name. She's like, yeah, that the, the man's name, the man is telling me that he's like sad that he doesn't know where the dog is because the guy died and the dog is with my landlord and his wife. And I'm like, oh, so was she following up? Like, He's like, nope. Didn't get her name. She just left and said, I was compelled to come here and tell you this stuff. And he's like, so I don't know what's going on. So like, I don't know if this lady's bullshitting my landlord's nephew, if my landlord's nephew's bullshitting my landlord, or if my landlord's bullshitting me. But that's a pretty crazy story, for, especially to just come in and be like, I don't, I'm just drawn to here. Do you know these names? And this is the situation. And then left. Wow. So I hate to err on the side of like skepticism with everything all the time, but that one, especially not like, not, Saying like, oh yeah, I do readings or I do this. It's just she was mentioned that she was like a medium and mentioned these things and then left. Didn't leave a name. Didn't nothing. Hmm. So kind of a wild, kind of a weird thing to do if you are scamming somebody to not scam and just mention these things. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's her incentive to to bullshit? Yeah, well, that? yeah. What's her what's her take? Then if it's none. That's, that's, so that was a wild one. My, my landlord's not necessarily, you know, a guy that I would think is like that. So so mm-hmm. that's a story of Boogie Monster-related materials. And then I was going to tell you, Dave, mm-hmm. I think I texted you last night about that uh, documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Oh, right. Yeah, you were telling me about that. I, I've yet to see it. Buddy, I I think... I would almost go to the point of saying it's required viewing for really? everyone right now. Yeah, for it's okay. Just it's about how all the social media is designed to manipulate you to look at it more, not mm-hmm. necessarily to steer you one way or another, but it it is that too. But just about how it's designed to commodify your thought space. And like the one woman 
and, and these are people that help design social media that are in it. It's not critics. It's like uh-huh. people that were in it and were like noticing the ethical dilemmas within it and then left it to try and counteract the ethical dilemmas. Uh-huh. I'm just saying how there's like, yeah, like how there's stock, like, like human thought space is a commodity to advertisers. Hmm. How can they stay on your mind? How can, you know, like we, we both know, like I've never had notifications turned on on my phone for anything. Mm-hmm. And we're all just kind of accepting the fact that like, you know, we're just talking about moving cause we're moving all of a sudden my Instagram feed is for movers. Mm-hmm. I didn't say shit on Instagram, but just around my phone and, yeah. and we're all just like, okay yeah. with that now. Oh yeah. They're, that's, they're listening. that's creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is about how, yeah, like it's just design and how it can be, how it's so much harder to contain any kind of false information or fake news because once it gets going, it's like they created algorithms, they created these things, and then the machine just, just does its own thing. Oh, you clicked on this video? You might like this. You might like, and all these mm-hmm. suggest, and the easiest guy to make fun of in it, it looks like this, it's this kind of, you know, bedraggled white dude with dreadlocks that kind of looks like Snuffleupagus, and he's the most interesting guy <laughs> talking about the ethics of it. And just like, and they're like, yeah, don't click on any video recommended. Don't click on that. That's feeding what's terrible. Don't click on clickbait because then you've incentivized people. Like you've shown that this mm-hmm. model will get people money. It's yeah, it's a bummer. I'll say that it is a bummer. I think I don't know if I could delete my Facebook and just keep my comedy page up, but I'm probably gonna do that. <clears throat> I have my own shit with Twitter. Everybody's just a fucking bitchy scumbag on that thing. But uh, who, man? I wonder, did, <laughs> did it say anything? Like, I wonder, uh, okay, so like MySpace was kind of the first big one, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, there was something before MySpace, but I can't Friendster, remember what it was. Dude. Friendster. Friendster. But I, I wonder, like, what the motivation behind MySpace and, and Facebook, um, other than, I mean, I'm assuming money, sponsorship, ads, pop-ups and stuff, but like, I wonder... If you could get one of those guys to admit, like, what their real incentive was to create these things. No, that was the whole, that's what this whole thing is about, is how it's ad money. Uh It's all ad money. Okay. And how how advertisers can't, it's not just a billboard anymore. It's how they can psychologically keep you addicted to these apps. Keep you checking them. Keep, every time you refresh it, there's something new so that keeps you refreshing and looking at it. It's not like you look at it and you're like, well, I've seen it all. Because if you put it down for 10 minutes and pick it up, you'll get more stuff. It's about how it's all designed to make sure you are occupied with it. Mm-hmm. And then advertisers are funding all that. Okay. You know, it's, and they're saying, like, yeah, we didn't know. He's like, I thought this was going to be a community and it was going to bring people together. And boy, look at this. How it can be a utopia and a dystopia at the same time because it's you can send information around the world except now here we are with like teen suicide and depression rates are skyrocketing because of you know the pe- people want to get plastic surgery so they can look like Snapchat filters and all this stuff it's like and they, they, these guys talk it's like Ugh. yeah we didn't know this and then the dreadlock guy I think it was him saying he's like he's like ask how many people in tech development if they let their children use the things that they're developing. 
And you'll find out they do not. And at the wow. end, there are all these people that are confessing that they worked on Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest. They're like, yeah, no, my kids, I have limited screen time. I do not allow them social media until they're 16 years old. It's like, oh, man, it is. I would say it's imperative to watch. Okay. Especially now. That's on uh it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, and just talking about how okay. we've now like it's created this divide of and I'm guilty of that too. Like people and we talk about like people that like their political affiliations. Now you've decided like you used to just be like, All right, you voted for somebody I didn't vote for, but I'm still friends with you. Now uh-huh. now that's defining that individual. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'd say I'd say it's a very important watch. I will say that. Okay. Not just good, not just like important. So. Well, right on, man. If you watch it by next week, we can get into it. Yeah, I'll check that one out for sure, dude. That's, uh, I, that It is fascinating, like, how social media has... I, I get what you're saying with the, the whole purpose is, you know, advertising dollars, but also, like, the sociological component to it uh, on how it's just changed the way we interact with one another Mm -hmm. and just, you know, the dopamine rush of seeing those likes and all that, but just, you know, the, the anonymity of the internet, people being able to, you know, say whatever the hell they want with, with no repercussion. And, and just like with Instagram, I've heard people talk about this, about, you know, people presenting uh, an image of themselves that uh, is obviously fabricated you know, my oh, life's yeah. not nearly as exciting as my Instagram page might lead you to believe. And and just how it really, uh, I, I'm interested to see some studies on how it's just changed the way people interact and the way people think. Because, uh, I, I don't know, it, it's hard to imagine, like, the world before that. I mean, obviously, we can remember that, but just, I would love to see some sort of study on just how communication has changed in the last 20 years watch this movie man well yeah instagram is like a job interview but for your personality like your job interview you always kind of lie and and you know smudge the numbers a little bit and make it all look like you know rephrase things to be like uh you know kitchen technician no it's a fry cook but i'm gonna say kitchen technician on the res you know (laughs) and that's what people do with all the filters and how cropped it is and then just environmentally how they're saying like there's places like please do not geotag us on Instagram because now it's not people that are hiking and nature lovers and are respecting the place. It's people that want the picture and go there and trash huh. trash a location. I follow uh, what's the <clears throat> Instarect is an account that I follow. What's it, that? It's a it's an Instagram account, but it'll show you like the picture that somebody got like standing on the uh, sitting on the edge of a cliff overlooking the grand canyon and then it'll zoom out and show the 150 other people in line waiting to get that same picture ah. like 6 feet away from the person <laughs> and it's Jeez. yeah just they're like please stop tagging us in these things we get, we don't you're ruining it cuz people are coming here just for a picture and leaving and just leaving trash and and uh, yeah, and that's part of this movie is them talking about like what's what's the worst outcome? And they're like civil war, you know. It's the the end. We'll we'll less yeah. we'll lessen our sensitivity. We'll be more outraged and less sensitive to our neighbors because of what happens on the internet, and we'll react accordingly instead of you know being human beings and together on Earth. 
Like, oh, that's why I was texting. I'm like, all right, man, come up, come down to Long Beach, buy some guns. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, why the uh, sudden urge? Well, I was looking before firearms. when everything was going down. As part of the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you realize that the whole Second Amendment, uh, Second, uh, Second Onion Amendment, what did I say? Second Amendment, <laughs> people are about mm-hmm. like, well, what if a tyrannical government happens? And then it's happening. Yeah, what if? And they're on the side of the tyrannical government. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, all right, well, fuck it. I'm in. Mm. Well, yeah, I might. <laughs> what are you, I probably won't be as well, for, uh, as well versed with the weapon as, uh, you know, fucking Jim Bob up in the hills there. But I get a few rounds off before I get taken out in the new civil war. You looking for a handgun, long gun? What are you what are you thinking? Uh, I'll just say I'm looking, man. OK. Just saying, hey, man. Right on, hmm. dude. Well, 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 man, what do you you don't you don't pick a a pot or a pan, do you? <laughs> Good point. You need got to have a whole arsenal. <laughs> you need both. You need both to get some some of the jobs done. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, oh, yeah, I was, can, I was looking at and then, tire kicking. Yeah, I might do that. So maybe if you got a spot down in Long Beach, you like maybe I'll see you down there. We'll, we'll, we'll schedule a date. I mean, dude, I'm still. It's always in the back of my mind. Uh, in the last six months just how bad's it gonna get and at what point do we pack up and head for the hills well it's you know and to address that bitch fest i had about well last week that we didn't even use the episode was somebody calling me out on twitter like oh hell you'd say you checked out and you're all marxist but neoliberal like all those terms that i had to look up and then saying like <laughs> oh you say you checked out yeah i fucking checked out i'm gonna vote what do you want? I'm going to vote. I'm going to donate. I'm going to sign the petitions. But I can't week in, week out, sit here and just complain about it. I'm already, mm-hmm. it's already bad out there, man. <laughs> the state mm-hmm. I'm left to pack up from is on fire. This state's on fire. L.A.'s f- rat fucked out there. I just drove around today, and I know it's always been bad, but haven't been gone for a few months. I'm like, oh, yeah, this looks like a third world country. Um Really? And I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just disaster. It looks like you don't need a riot to turn Hollywood into an absolute shithole. Like, it's just that way. It's bad. The homeless people, there's not affordable housing for them. And, uh, you know, outside of dropping everything and becoming a full-time political activist, what do you fucking want out of me? I got. I'm trying to still be fun and make jokes, and I don't do that mm-hmm. real well when I'm bummed out about every aspect of the human existence right now. Yeah, you know, everything's on fire. Can't ride my bikes. It's all smoky. I've been living out of boxes and duffel bags all summer. Mm-hmm. So forgive me if I want to take a little break and not be uh, impassionedly bitching about everything. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I get it, man. I mean the irony is I, I was checked out for years uh until recently. Just because I don't know, it just there's a sense of helplessness to watching the news and 
being like, well, what the hell can I do? I mean, yeah, I can yeah. vote. I could, yeah, I guess I could volunteer. Uh, you know, uh, none of the candidates make me want to volunteer politically. You know, I, I have no interest in no, like we campaigning like for we said, Biden. Which which decrepit pervert are you choosing this November? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what your choices are. I think one yeah. is far less destructive to the uh, the United mm. States than the other, <clears throat> but they are yeah. both decrepit yeah. perverts. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've gotten to as yeah. a choice. <laughs> it's fucking bleak. And then every day there's a new story. With with Captain Dipshit there, yeah. I mean, and I, and I know we've talked about that. You know, I don't have the time or energy to uh, to address every faux pas, every horrible thing that comes out of the news with him. But every day, it's something like, "Holy shit!" I mean, this week, oh yeah, he knew he knew that COVID was dangerous back in back in February, and still held rallies and still uh, made fun well, of people for wearing masks and socially distancing. I mean, but that, just every day it's something new. Well, that's the thing, though. But it's not new. It's expected. But it's like, all right, yeah, I, of course I'm yeah, against all that. But it's when you're not woke enough for the side that you're trying to champion. Like, I'm not woke yeah. enough for you. Oh, good job, motherfucker. You just made a centrist. Way to go. Good job. Yeah. I got, I, I, there's some stuff like I can't do it, man. Somebody's wanted me to do a fundraiser. And this is not naysaying this, but it's like it's a fundraiser for somebody that was going to like run to be a coroner in a small town. And they were going to be the first trans coroner. And I'm like, hey, thumbs up. Best of luck to you. There's a literal pile of homeless people sleeping under the bridge a a quarter mile from my house. I'm concerned about that right now. I'm not going to throw my efforts behind a fundraiser. For the first trans corner in a rural town. I wish you the best of luck. I do understand mm-hmm. that that's monumental for trans rights and that, but that is so far low on the list of shit to try and change right now. I'm sorry. I never understood how corner is an elected position anyway. Like, if elected, I will embalm these bodies better than my competitor. Uh, yeah. It just seems like an odd uh, publicly elected position. It sure does. Yeah. Like, what? And it's like, then there's a campaign budget. Like, they got to, yeah, they got to prove why they're a better choice. And I'm sure I got that wrong. I'm sure, you know, there's more to that gig. And, and I know that there is uh, in terms of like uh, doing uh, autopsies and determining cause of death and things of that nature. But. It just still seems like an odd thing that we vote on. That's okay. That's an that's an exploration. That's a boogie monster topic to explore because it's not even like mortician. Mm-hmm. It's not even like oh, people are going to die, and that's a business that's not going away. So I'm a mortician. It's like coroner. I guess you have to have you, you know, like you're a part of the police department. I, like I said, there's. Much larger things to get, yeah, to get behind right now. That like, all right, <laughs> I got, I got other shit that's pressing. <laughs> best of luck. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck with it. I'm rooting yeah. for you, but this isn't. That's not the thing I'm going to get loud about right now. Hmm. So no, I get it. 
Anyway, like I told the person on Twitter, that was a shame that I'm I'm sorry my joke podcast about werewolves let you down. Yeah, we'll do better. Who's looking at us for strong political opinions? I got called a liberal cuckold this week because I because I diss Trump too much. Uh, I love that move. I love the uh, the the masculine tough guys that, uh, you know, yeah, heaven forbid uh, I speak out against literally the worst president this country's ever seen. Or heaven forbid we raise our voice uh, and, and, and agree that uh, marginalized people uh, should have equality. But oh, you're you're a liberal cuck. Yes, I want other men to fuck my wife because I want equality for marginalized people. You are correct, sir. I just lo- like what what a <laughs> I just love good. that you pussy. Yeah, they're not good at insults. Ugh. I'll say that. Oh God, they're 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 Jesus. bad at they're bad at insults. They're bad at comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, I well, <sighs> what are you gonna do? I'm surprised. Like that guy really went out of his way to find your website. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Send me a nice email. Oh, and he prefaced it, but don't take this the wrong way. And I think my response was, don't take this the wrong way, but fuck all the way off. Uh, <laughs> you know, what, what happened to your balls? What happened to van-living, machete-wielding Dave? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a real softy now that I live indoors. <laughs> and I, I, I got this, I'm real unique in my viewpoints that Trump's a fucking retard. Yeah. That's a real unique take that I've got there. Ugh. Like you, like yeah, Fucking like you had idiots. different views when you're still wielding the machete. You, you, you anyway. are street justice, Dave. You still with me? There justice, justice is part of the nickname. Oh, just because you're not street yes. justice, you're just justice, Dave. Now, yeah, and I'm justice a, I'm a, I'm a is for everyone. Man, there's plenty of podcasts out there, folks. Mm-hmm. There really is. I, pre- I appreciate people who listen, but uh, you know, if, if if you're if it sucks, then go somewhere else. We'll be fine without yeah. you. We will. But we're in a good mood this time, Dave. We're having a fun mm-hmm. time. I hear some of the jingle jangle ice cubes over there. Oh, oh yeah, look yeah. at Dave. What a little bitch. He's got a freezer now, and he puts ice in his drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said something about my comfy apartment. You sit in your comfy apartment, motherfucker. I used to shit in buckets. Say the, go fuck yourself. I love the your you like your high rolling, and then the word apartments mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, yeah. Look I'm at here. you, and you're just <laughs> in my. You're just eight hundred square feet of luxury. Your arigant <laughs> attitude with your ground floor apartment <laughs> bars on the windows. <laughs> Look, yeah, you, you, you Hollywood elite with your front door and your back door and running water Ugh. most of the time. I just love I love that, though. And that started, I guess, about the time Trump came in office is when you started hearing cuck as an insult. But I just love how like anybody who who has an opinion is, is a cuck. Ah, look at this cuck. Okay, yeah, I'll blindly follow Trump like like the rest of his stupid ass followers. I'm just, like 
I would like, I, I just, as a comedian, and it's like the, it's like the Seinfeld thing where he's more offended that the guy converted to Judaism because the jokes are yeah, good for the like, jokes. Yeah. I'm just insulted that the, the lack of originality, which is just prevalent mm-hmm. in their ideas about society as well. Yeah. And it's reflected in the comedy. Same goes for calling any woman that's mad about anything Karen now. That's, mm-hmm. that is a hack bit. Yeah. You know? Get a little of this kid. Like you could just say that about anybody now. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, man, you're giving me a 10 second snippet of a woman being mad somewhere and calling her Karen. And now it's like, no, I, I will not respond to any video until I get context. Like it's not. And again, the social dilemma talks about like, yeah, well, here's a clip and form your opinion about that. God forbid there's a whole story leading up to why that clip happened or why those people were interacting in a way. It's form your opinions about these snippets and just, oh, man, just Facebook hearsay is the prevailing news source of so many people. Hey, man. Anyway, isn't there a Bigfoot we got to find or something? Well, speak of the devil, there is. Speak of the D. S of the D. Dude. Yeah, it's been a while since uh, since we've talked about cryptids. We haven't had a cryptid in a while, and uh, this one's uh, been on my list for for some time that I never really got around to, but I thought today we'd talk briefly about the Ohio Grassman. You familiar with the Ohio Grassman? Not until you sent me a (laughs) link about it 45 minutes ago. Ohio Grassman, uh, basically just another form of, uh, of a Sasquatch, of a Bigfoot. Tall, bipedal hominid that uh, stalks the woods of Ohio, sin- uh, hence the name Ohio Grassman. Uh, very similar to Bigfoot, it seems uh, apparently by some of these accounts, uh, much more aggressive than uh, most, uh, most of your run-of-the-mill Sasquatch. Not just growing up Aren't in this Ohio. aggressive? <laughs> and um, yeah, man, uh, let me get to my notes here. Uh, pretty interesting. Um, of course, regionally, you know, we've got uh, the Sasquatch. Uh, we've we've got uh, the Florida Skunk Ape. Um, got all kinds of different. And across the globe, you know, you got the the Yowie. Uh, you got the Yeti. You got the Almaste. But uh, in Ohio, they call him the Ohio Grassman. Uh, height ranges between five and ten feet tall. Uh, usually averaging around six and a half, seven feet. Um, footprints, uh, as big as 20 inches long. That's, that's a big boy. Ooh. Uh, weight, uh, some of these estimates, uh, whenever you're talking about Bigfoot or like anywhere between 300 and a thousand pounds. Well, this weight or three times that weight, a, we're not sure. Using a real wide brush to paint this Ohio grass, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And, uh, got the name grass man because, um, they found a lot of these, uh, like basically Bigfoot nests. These like uh, nests made out of uh, grass and shrubs and, and, and twigs and stuff. So uh, they found a bunch of these uh, little. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, ah, shit. Habitats. They found these habitats uh, that they think uh, is where this thing lives in these big uh, these big nests made of grass and whatnot. But uh, yeah, a lot of encounters over the years. Uh, one of the more Prominent ones happened in Minerva, Ohio, back in August of 78, when uh, the grandchildren of uh, Minerva residents Evelyn and Howie Clayton, 
Uh, along with their friends, they ran inside screaming about a hairy monster they saw in a gravel pit outside. Uh, when the elderly couple went out to investigate, they saw uh, what the kids were uh, crying about. They saw this 300-pound uh, uh, hairy beast, long, dark, matted hair, sitting uh, in a gravel pit, just like the kids had uh, had reported. And uh, the Claytons, uh, they fled, but uh, they, they left that night. Uh, it scared the hell out of them. But they, they, these, this family, they saw this thing uh, several more times, apparently. Uh, these these Claytons. Where, where are we talking? We're talking Eastern Ohio towards Pennsylvania? We are. We're, we're talking about Central uh, Eastern Ohio, yes. Uh, and, and mainly, um, it's spotted... Uh, where did my notes go? Sorry. Uh, what is the name of this place? Uh, Salt Fork State Park. Salt Fork State Park, kind of uh, on the eastern end of the uh, the state, not not extreme east, but about uh, you know north to south, somewhere in the middle, and uh, but east not west, towards Indiana, towards, the, towards uh, Pennsylvania, got some hills. Yeah, yeah, uh, not far from the Allegheny River, um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of uh, sightings around Salt Fork State Park. They think uh, that's a good place, could be a good habitat. For the grass man, because there's uh, over twenty five thousand acres of water and land combined yeah. in that state park. Plenty of wild game. Plenty of wild game. Plenty of water. Grass man uh, go just sit, sit and drink a beer in a bar in West Virginia. Nobody knows for forty five minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, and uh, a lot of people have seen this thing. It's supposed to have longer hair uh, than than some of the uh, other regional Sasquatches uh, have been described as. Uh, long matted hair, like I said, uh, average around six and a half, seven feet tall. And uh, yeah, all the way back to uh, Native American times uh, before the settlers came. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have been seeing this thing. And uh, usually, when you're looking for an area uh, that a Sasquatch or, or a grass man could, could live. You, you're looking for an area that uh, is secluded, and this forest, this state park forest, is very secluded. There's a lot of caves in that state park. Uh, they think that uh, they're using some of these caves for shelter uh, and lodge, room and board and lodging. And, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of wildlife in Ohio. That's important. Um, you know, a lot, Ohio, some people don't realize, you know, how much uh, wildlife is. A lot of hunting mm-hmm in Ohio. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, behavior reported to be very aggressive and, uh, very, uh, smelly. And most of these things, uh, people report a, a strong odor. Um, yeah. Unlike, uh, humans, some say it walks like a robot. It's got a real like mechanical gait. And, uh, yeah, man, this is, uh, this is a fascinating creature. I sent you a video. I'm watching. It. Uh, yeah, you watching it right now? I'm trying to. Th- this is somewhat recent. I believe this video is from February of uh, of this year, and uh, it's about ten minutes long. And it's it's not bad. The video is not bad. It's um, very clear. The only video. question, <clears throat> the only question with this video is, is it a guy in a suit? Uh, the video itself is pretty clear. Um, it's um, like I said, this video. I believe was taken in February of this year. So there's, it's snowing. You can tell it's very cold. There's some snow falling and they, they track whoever's filming this video. They track this thing for several minutes. And, uh, I can't tell if they're zoomed in or they really are that close, but I mean, at certain parts of the video, it looks like they're 50 feet away. Like it's pretty close. Well, the, the people, the, the YouTube account it came from, it says there are people that like they got permission to use a drone and 
some other stuff that they're messing around the woods, and that's when they found it. So they, this happened so back in some February. Good... Mm-hmm. But now these now they're coming. Now there are other videos. Once again, as I would encourage. Mm-hmm. I did notice there are other videos. They they have one of those terrible uh, parody videos that I I hate so much. Like Bigfoot caught on tape, and it's just a guy's foot with tape ramped around it. Uh, they do have uh, at least one parody video where they're like, we found the grass man, and it's their buddy doing something. But that video itself looks fairly legit to me. Um, go ahead if you can. I gave you some timestamps there. And we'll, uh, I'll, I'll post this link on our uh, website, on our website, on our Twitter. Uh, but go ahead if you want to skip ahead to about 7.50, and it lets out this uh, pretty... Interesting howl. There's a pretty, like it's, again, I'm not a, uh, I mean, we talked about uh, several, uh, a couple years ago, we talked about the Sierra sounds, those uh, audio recordings of Bigfoot yeah. chatter. Um, so, I, you know, I'm no expert on, on how they're supposed to sound, but that audio there doesn't really sound like a person trying to make that sound. It, it sounds fairly unique. All right, well, there's Let me a, know when you hear that. They got another video where they found a Bigfoot tooth. But then they're yeah, joking around because yeah, they, found, they found a bag of Jack Link's beef jerky in the cave. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say me, if, you, uh, if you wanted to be taken seriously about your video, you wouldn't try and go viral with a bunch of bad comedy videos after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use yeah. that. I'm going to use their behavior afterwards as evidence that this is not real. <clears throat> yeah. Because uh, I, I don't have a sound on, but I could see that they're just being a, uh, well, we found Jack Links because Bigfoot eats it in the commercial. Like, I, um, Yeah, I hate that shit. But then they got one where they found a footprint of the grass man. The glass? Did you call it glass man? Oh, grass man! How, is is weed legal in Ohio? There's got to be like a, some like somebody's got the name Ohio so. Grass Man copyright mm-hmm. for. Yeah, these guys got a pretty perfect foot that they're gonna. Make a plastic. I'm uh, I'm gonna go bullshit on this one, Dave. You had me for a second. Yeah. The, the original video looked all okay. right, but even without sound, looking at these other videos that these people put out, uh, yeah, it sounds that, like they're that, trying to get a YouTube channel. Yeah, I agree with you. They're definitely hurting their cause. Anybody, any Bigfoot uh, channel, anybody trying to do legit Bigfoot Bigfoot research, uh, anybody putting out those stupid ass. I just I hate those so much. Because you get excited, you see the video, you're like, oh, Bigfoot video, then it's like, all right, some asshole, clearly what, hoaxing. Anybody that's already got a YouTube channel set up, uh, I'm, I, I doubt, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, I mean, again, that's how, that's a job now. That's like a traveling salesman job, is to, mm-hmm. say, is to get a YouTube channel and try and get viewers and yeah. just try to monetize and see if something goes. We see, you know, obviously, we see with comedians, podcasting, everything, but anybody could do it. This, this one's called We Do It Outdoors, Lawn Care, Hunting, Fishing, and Survival. So I think they 
whipped up some pretty uh, cheap and easy publicity for their channel. And then they're back mm-hmm. to reviewing mini chainsaws, which is more, <laughs> that's more useful information than I could have used. I, I could have used that. Yeah. But uh, Ohio, uh, Ohio's had uh, several weird uh, folklore and, and cryptic legends, uh, cryptid legends. Back in 1955, a man was traveling through Loveland, Ohio, when he saw uh, three mysterious creatures that basically resembled uh, four-foot-tall bipedal frogs. And uh, that one's called the Loveland Frogman, not to be confused with the Grassman. But uh, this is something I, I looked up uh, a while back. We're going to do a whole episode on the uh, Loveland Frogman, but I just couldn't get enough. Uh, what enough info there? Whoa, uh, you but, couldn't get enough yeah. info? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Johnny One YouTube video over here couldn't get enough info on the frog people? No, that's not my only uh, source today. I just wanted you to see it because the video itself is good as far as Bigfoot videos go. Um, but I will say it, I mean, there's some good footage of it, but it, does kind of look like a six foot tall guy in a, in a in a costume. Um, I would give. Yeah, I, that I would Loveland want Bigfoot to walk with more one. purpose. And here he's just kind of meandering around. Yeah, he, bumping into trees and meandering. shit. <laughs> so he's supposed to be an expert. That's what I thought. Expert at deception. Expert at disguise. Yeah. And here's this thing in <laughs> bumping into oak trees because he can't find the eye holes in the mask. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I thought. I, I, his it does seem like he's meandering and just kind of shuffling around with no purpose. I'm gonna thumbs down this one, Dave. Okay. I tried to give it a little more credence, given it's been a while since we tackled one of these subjects. I understand. I don't know where. Uh, I, if this, somebody, uh, if somebody out there wants to calculate anything that I might have believed in on this show, I want to know what my scorecard is. <laughs> i forget which um, one it got me aliens always get me but you know yeah Grassman's known to kill dogs uh there's been a lot of uh remain people find uh, around that state park they found remains of dead dogs remains of deer um i mean i like the idea I, whether that video is legit or not uh the the whole legend doesn't uh doesn't depend on the legitimacy of that one video, but I, I do like the fact that Ohio has tons of um, you know nature. There, there's a lot of unoccupied land just in that state park alone, twenty five thousand acres. A um, lot of water, a lot of rivers, a lot of wild game. I mean, especially the eastern part of the state, it definitely could uh, be a habitat, could be a place that a uh, a Bigfoot could survive. Unlike some areas, like every now and then you'll hear. I don't have an example off the top of my head, but like, yeah, Canada, Alaska, Washington State, Oregon, those places definitely uh, could house a Bigfoot. Ohio definitely could. Um, But yeah, who knows? All the way back in the 1700s, uh, Native Americans, they would call it the wild one of the woods. A lot of uh, folklore uh, amongst the Native Americans. That uh, they've seen this. Maybe it's time we stop all- giving Native Americans so much credit for shit they thought they saw. <laughs> and you know what? Why they, is that? They, they were smoking peyote like the rest of us out in the middle of nowhere and coming up with stories for sounds. And, you yeah. know, I, I, like not to be disrespectful, but you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe everybody's culture has a big old scoop of bullshit in it. 
mm-hmm. as far as fucking, you know, leprechauns or angels or whatever else they want to make up with their culture. I think we're just so we're just so much more ready to believe Native Americans. It's, it's like, oh, you know, we really fucked you guys over. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's the the, the creature of the woods. That, oh, sure. Like we gotta can't say anything bad now because they got a raw deal. All those skinwalk the skinwalker one creeped me out. <laughs> oh man! But the rest of them, like, yeah, skinwalker. <clears throat> they got it. those Native Americans. Got Crypto. It. They got an answer for everything. How they get fucked over so bad by the white man? <laughs> Famed cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman has gone on record saying that the Ohio grass man has more of a human-like appearance and are more human-looking and are shorter than the classic Bigfoot. They're just some jerks. That's creepy when you hear... Uh, I, I don't know if I've seen any photos. I've seen, like, artist uh, renderings and stuff, but some of these uh, bipedal hominids uh, have a very human-looking face, and have, there's a lot of reports and eyewitness accounts of how human... The face look that to me that's super creepy like it's one thing to see some people think and myself included like maybe bigfoot is just uh, a holdover leftover uh from um gigantopithecus basically uh you know a 10 foot cousins <laughs> but it's one thing to think about it looking like a gorilla or you know some some sort of gorilla but it's uh when they start talking about like, human face and human like features to me that's uh incredibly intriguing this, to think about a, a big hairy bipedal person uh, a bipedal creature that's clearly not human clearly too tall and big and hairy but has a very human like face that's creepy uh, as hell I saw something online and it was pretty off putting it was I don't know which rural area it was, if it was like West Virginia or something, and it was a social worker taped going to some house where just a family that's just pretty much cut off, like just Appalachian, you know, hill people, Mm -hmm. inbred. And one dude could only communicate by barking like a dog. Oh, no. And kind of move the same way. What about that? I th- did uh, that video you're referring to, was it black and white? No, it was like not. Okay. It was like a more recent. Let's see if I can find it. It was a more recent video. Because mm. I did see some. There's some web series. I forgot the name of it. And they even put a big disclaimer of like, hey, hey we're not trying to make fun or exploit these people. But it, no, it had to do with was, inbreeding. The, yeah, and they this went and was, interviewed uh, some families that were inbred. No, this was a real, like, people, like, a social worker was there, and it was, yeah, they were just living in filth, and just the one guy was just like, mm. And I was like, well, that's how he communicated with sounds like that. Mm. And uh, I could see that. I could see that being somebody who, you know, killed a deer and was wearing the deer pelt and lived in the woods by themselves and became something like this. Mm -hmm. I wish I did not put this in my Google search to look for it. Cause now that's something, but, um, 
<laughs> I wish I, I wish I could figure out where I saw it, but it was yeah, it was like documentary footage of just these pigeons in inbred hillbilly family. Mm. And it was the guy, yeah, the one guy was barking, the other guy was kind of like comatose walking around. And they're like they're, oh, hu- they're they were genetically human beings, but mm-hmm. mentally so undeveloped that I would say that yeah. that is a possibility. If you if you think somebody was out there just running around all fucked up looking in the woods, mm-hmm. I will put a human being in the running for that. Or like uh, if you remember years ago, we did the uh, Haunted Savannah episode and uh, Renee, Renee Rondelier, the seven foot four uh, mentally challenged dude who also had that uh, disorder where he had hair all over his face like the Mexican wolf boy. Imagine, boy, somebody saw that bastard in the woods. They wouldn't, they wouldn't think human. They'd be like, oh, I saw Bigfoot. He's the one that uh, that killed all the the local pets, and then he wound up eventually wound up killing a small oh, child. And yeah, they, that uh, dude. The whole city. The, yeah. They lynched him. Yeah. Well, Renee Rondelier. Yeah. Yeah, like like Frankenstein's monster, but you made it from fucking your family instead of sewing bits and pieces together. We had a kid in high school that was oh, uh, in Bray. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh yep. no. What this mm-hmm. four years of this show? You're springing this one on me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the? Yeah, and uh, we believe we believed him. It was. Uh, oh, he was telling pretty, people pretty rough. That. Yeah, yeah. He said one time, like, yeah, I'm not going to do his voice. Okay, but <laughs> but he mentioned something about mom and dad or brother and sister or something like that, and uh, he was. He was clearly uh, affected by uh, some sort of gene deficiency. So that's uh, that's a bummer. We had a couple of cousin humpers in my town, but that's about it. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. What? This is what I looked up now to try and find that video. Now I'm reading things that are bumming me out even more. Oof. Speaking of, speaking of stupid people, a uh, recent report says 7% of Americans... Think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Oh boy. Are they children? Nope. Did they interview children? Thousand adults. In April, the Innovation Center of US Dairy interviewed a thousand adults. Seven percent. Seven percent of a thousand. That's seventy people. Said that yeah, milk chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Where's hmm. this stuff? Tell me this this no. No, I don't want it. Those are, these are voting. These are people that vote. Well, yeah, that don't matter. You telling me some of those Trump supporters don't think the chocolate milk comes from brown cows? Well, they wouldn't drink chocolate milk because it's brown. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna. Like I said, I'm not gonna get mad about that stuff anymore, man. What what good is it doing? Yeah. What goes to doing? You either agree with somebody and you're both pissed off about the same thing, or you disagree with somebody and then you're pissed off directly at another individual. It yeah. ain't moving. It ain't moving the needle. No, we're not getting forward. No, on the at track. this point, yeah, you're not. You're not going to convince. I will say this real quick, and and again, I try to try not to talk too much about this shit. But the the whole thing 
with uh, Trump and the troops and John McCain's a loser and the thing he went over to uh, some battlefield. And, oh, these I'm not going to salute these dead. Lo- if, if, if that doesn't bother you, Trump supporters, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But please do us all a favor and shut the ever living fuck up about Colin Kaepernick or any athlete who wants to kneel for the national anthem. If, if him calling John McCain a loser doesn't bother you, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up about people kneeling for the national anthem. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, get, you're getting mad Jesus about Jesus Christ. You're getting mad about the Goddamn distractions. Oh fuck! Once the poor yeah, people, I know you once didn't the hear poor that. people realize it's the poor people versus the rich people, that's the good. Bad. Shout out to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs fans <laughs> who uh, <laughs> Thursday night booed the players who were just taking a moment of silence. <laughs> to commemorate the recent injustice. Not even kneeling for the national anthem. They just locked arms, took a moment of silence for everything that's been going on in this country. Boo! Real classy Kansas City Chiefs fans. Well, Jesus Christ. Why, why, are we looking, why are we looking at sports fans for <clears throat> good character? <clears throat> I like, too, that people complain that, like, leave politics out of the sports while we stand and pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> leave politics so, out of so, sports. Get ready for this military flyover. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ! All right. Oh, I lost you. Let me we see. Lost here. Dave. Hold that on, wasn't everybody. me that time. It's I didn't even touch fun. my phone, Kyle. We're gonna get back. It's gonna be beautiful. There it is. There he is. I'm going to blame that one on you. I, I literally didn't touch my you earbuds got, you or got my mad, phone. You got mad and you hung up. You got, you're getting mad. You got riled and you hung up. <laughs> All good, right, switching good vibes, gears. I got a re- good vibes. You making any good food? You eating any good food? What you doing? I got a recipe. Yes, I did. I texted you about this one because I was so excited in the moment. Uh, dude, I made, again, I'm not saying I invented a dish. I'm sure somebody has done this before. <laughs> But uh, I made barbecue chicken fried <laughs> rice. Me and I'm not talking about. <laughs> you ever had cornflakes? You ever put milk um, in the cereal? Now, I know some Chinese restaurants will talk about their barbecue spare ribs or the barbecue pork fried rice. Uh, nice try. That's never barbecue. It's never smoked meat. Um, I'm talking about taking some chicken thighs, throwing them on the smoker, Smoking those bastards for a few hours over hickory wood, deboning them, adding them to some rice, some uh, some chopped onions, some carrots, some garlic, some red bell pepper, and then to bring it all home, I made. Uh, did I tell you about my peach barbecue sauce? Oh boy, did I talk about you that? Might, last you might have well, mentioned. It, I think yeah. I remember you talking about that a ways back. Uh, it's a recipe inspired by my buddy Craig Holzer, the barbecue king of Atlanta, but uh, it's not his exact recipe. I basically just took my uh, regular barbecue sauce recipe and I added some pureed canned peaches. And uh, oh boy, so I made this uh, peach barbecue sauce. I incorporated like that, that into the fried rice. So chopped up smoked chicken thighs, peach barbecue sauce, uh, rice, onions, carrots, garlic, bell pepper. Oh boy. Real good. It's very excited about that one. Smoked chicken fried rice. What about when you get pork fried rice and the pork has like it's like red on the outside? Look, you could tell they they did it right. You that's know? some. 
that's uh, I, I I know what you're talking about, and that's a technique that is often used in Chinese food. I don't think that is smoked meat. I, I really don't. No. I, they do something. Um, it's there's like red. There's like a red outside. It gives way. Mm-hmm. Like you can see the color in it. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I, I I sincerely don't think that is actually smoked. I'm talking about now. One thing too that made me think of this too is uh, doing that with pulled pork, like. Oh boy, I got to try that next time I make some pulled pork. But just pork, chicken, whatever. But like actually smoked meat, actual legit American style barbecue uh, added to traditional ingredients of fried rice. Oh boy, that seems like it would make so that, that, makes that sense. Got me. That makes a lot of sense. That got me real excited, Cal. I was I was real jazzed up about that. I didn't take any pictures of it because it's not photogenic. At the end of the day, it's still just fried rice. I love a fried rice, but uh, oh man. Dude, Dude, I love chives, rice. chives, peas, uh, carrots, corn. Anything. What'd you do in there? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a whole lot. It was kind of a spur of the moment thing. Uh, if I were to do it again, I would definitely have some uh, some scallions or some chives. Um, little Captain maybe Crunch, maybe some water chestnuts. <laughs> little little Captain Crunch in there. Couple, of, uh, but yeah, some <laughs> couple of hex screws, some Captain Crunch. You know, the real mishmash, real oh, hodgepodge. I do love. I love. Any type of rice dish, man. Rice and sauce. Oh, boy. But, yeah, it's good times. Smoked chicken fried rice. Got a couple birthday shout-outs this week. Want to say uh, happy birthday to Matt DeWeese. Had a birthday on September 10th. Uh, birthday shout-out to Chris Arnold coming up on the 15th. And a happy anniversary shout-out to Dusty and Alexandra Weber. Recently celebrated an anniversary. So, uh, shout-out to them. <laughs> we got a comic of the week this week. Do we? Uh, our mutual friend, yeah, mutual pal who has appeared on the Boogie Monster, uh, Toronto's own Mike Carosa. Mike got a new album out Carosa. called Cherubic. God, came out last week. Mikey Carosa. Uh, listeners might remember Mike's appearance on the uh, Live from Pittsburgh episode that we did about a year and a half mm-hmm. ago. Um, Mike just uh, just a bundle of joy, just a just an adult baby, just a big old baby in a good way. Antidote, antidote to all the shit out there right now. Yeah, you want to pinch his cheeks. He's just a lovable, uh, sweet fella. Super funny. Mike Carroza, if you're looking it up, it's C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. Mike Carroza, Cherubic is the name of the the last comic I worked with in Toronto before everything got shut down. I'm just doing shows with him. Oh, really? Yeah. How about that? That's weird to to think about, like, the last time I was on stage. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, man, I got to get back to doing some jokes. I don't have an outlet, man. I'm just sitting here stewing in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, me too. That's what happens. You turn into a cuck. You got no outlet. You're just a liberal cuck, Kyle. I know. I'm sick of being a liberal cuck. God, what can couple I, what weeks can late I do? on this. A <laughs> couple weeks late on this, though. Uh, a couple weeks ago um, for uh, Labor Day. I know Labor Day is come and gone. But I forgot to mention this recently. Uh, Stoneberg's uh, podcast I do with me and my wonderful fiance, Katie Strandberg. If you go back and listen to episode 22, you will find my complete, thorough job history from A to Z, from the time I was 13 till present day. I, uh, I give a thorough rundown. It took about an hour of my complete job history. So if you're interested in that, check out episode 22 
of the Stonebergs podcast. Are you trying to get a job? You uh, what about somebody you? Off- offers you something from experience? <laughs> no, I just somebody had asked. Uh, you know, I've I've talked about it a lot on this on this podcast about you know the different jobs I've had, but I've never really uh, laid it all out together. And uh, boy, it's a pre- it's it's a pretty high number. I got I'm a I can't believe I'm uh, this well traveled and well versed and still so unskilled. But uh, oh well. Yeah, but you got to try shit, man. That means you tried shit in life. Mm-hmm. I see somebody. Oh, yeah. What happens? Well, I graduated and I got this one job and I kept that job for the rest of my life. Way to go! <laughs> Who's the cuck? What about you? What about uh, uh, yeah, girl? Hey, girl. Oh, hey. I don't know why I always call it yeah, girl. Hey, girls happening on hey, Fridays. Girl. Me and old Matt Bryan getting together. Fridays at 5 uh-huh. p.m. Pacific over on uh, the old Twitch. It's a live show. You can call in. You can hang out with us. Have a drink. It's uh, We avoid any kind of political riffraff because I think by Friday night, yeah. no, everybody's done hearing about that shit from the news. Yeah. So... What about uh, the thing you did with Shane? Is that going to be a regular thing, or that, is that just we're a We're working on it. I've, I've, I am because I'm so in the middle of moving, and my life is a in a bit of an upheaval right now. But when it's not, we mm-hmm. get sit and focus on that. So that will be coming around okay. eventually. Stay tuned for that. But right now, it's everything's kind of wait until I can just be in a place that is will be my home for a little while. I'm trying to get to that. Yeah. Point. I hear you. So, but yeah, buddy. Well, good times, man. Good catching up. Uh, we'll, go, we'll come down. Yeah, to sorry, Long everybody, Beach about last week. Yeah, we'll get to. We'll go to a cuck gun store, cucked and loaded. We'll go to a gun <laughs> store called Cucked and Loaded <laughs> for a, li- a liberal gun store called Cucked and oh, Loaded. God. Come on. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, hey, if you got any well, yeah. uh, uh, criticisms or mean things to say to us, think about what you want to say. Write it down. Mm-hmm. Instead of just doing an email, because then you might regret mm-hmm. it, write it down. And if you're still sure about those words that you wrote on a piece of paper, crumple it up and shove it up your ass. That's a nicer way to process uh-huh. your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, boy. All right, man. We'll see you next week. Yeah, buddy. Rock and roll. The Boogie Monster. Thank you.
Network.